ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. Scrolling through my Instagram feed, it's impossible to avoid people giving their unsolicited advice about fashion, the news, the latest food trend. But with the rise of the hot take comes the people trying to monetize this advice in the form of life coaching. And unfortunately, a lot of people looking for real help are falling into the trap. I'm Tegan Taylor, and this is Quick Smart, the show that feeds you big ideas in bite sized pieces. So, what exactly is a life coach? How far are some of these people willing to go to make a buck? And if I decide life coaching is for me, how do I sort the useful, empowering mentors from the borderline scam artists? Someone who's been getting advice from questionable locations is Kelly Scott. Hello, Kelly. Hi, Tegan. So I've got this like very 90s idea of what a life coach is, like someone who wears a bad suit, encourages you to take risks and drink smoothies and give you advice. And as I say this, it's hilarious to me because you're actually drinking a smoothie. But what does a life coach look like in 2023? Uh, Probably less bad suits and more fedoras on your Instagram (laughs) feed. Still the smoothies. So I'm a little bit uh, in the zone there with my own smoothie here. So a life coach, it is a legitimate industry and there are legitimate people operating within it. And if they're good, they will help you focus on future goals um, to meet those goals. They can be career orientated, they can be personal, they can be family and just help with your overall well-being really. So how does what a life coach does differ from like therapy with a psychologist? So it's not meant to be mental health support, although you could see a life coach while also seeing your therapist if that's what you're needing. Therapy is typically past focused. It can be future focused, but it mainly focuses on past things you need to uncover, unpack, work through. And you're working with someone who is skilled and trained and experienced in that area. Whereas Anyone can call themselves a life coach. It's a completely unregulated industry. I could start in the next five minutes calling myself a life coach and that would be fine. You're very inspiring. (laughs) I would pay money for this. (laughs) Well, you are. Do we not talk about that? (laughs) It's so wild to me that if I think about like a psychologist, someone who's spent years and years at uni, they're accredited, there's so many checks and balances that they have to go through to be able to practice. And then someone who's doing something that at first flush looks so, so similar and then there's absolutely no regulation around it at all, that's pretty wild. Mm. And that's a lot of what we're uncovering for the All in the Mind episode is life coaching legit. And so to be a really great, experienced, trained life coach, you can go to university and do a master's in this. So that is an offering. And a lot of people with psychology backgrounds might move into life coaching or do both. But yeah, there's also people who maybe see someone on Instagram promoting that they can change a whole life overnight and they think, well, maybe I can do that too (laughs) with no experience. And they might be well-meaning, but that can be quite harmful. People have always been like on the internet offering services, Mm -hmm. but it's really exploded in the past few years. Yeah, in the past few years for sure. And, you know, because psychology wait times have been extreme during the pandemic, people have been questioning what is life 
they've been looking for direction, and they've been spending a lot of time on social media. So a quick fix that an online life coach might be offering can seem really appealing. And also it can be appealing for the role itself to become a life coach because people are thinking outside of the box. What can I do? Things are changing. I don't want to do nine to five anymore. So that might be appealing to start offering life coaching services. What kind of money are we talking about with internet life coaching? Yeah, look, it can really range because, as I said, there's no regulations and often these more illegitimate life coaches will spruik that they're making $10,000 a month and often that's not true. It can be really similar to multi-level marketing, the life coaching space online, where they will tell you they're making all this money but really they're not. I mean, we know with MLMs, 997 I think it is, percent of people lose money entering multi-level marketing. And while we don't have any figures on the life coaching side of things for that, I wouldn't doubt that it's quite similar, a loss. So they can charge sometimes just for like a three-month self-discovery course, tens of thousands of dollars. But for someone who's been to university and has been working in this space for decades, that might not be so outrageous, especially in the corporate space when they're working alongside CEOs, for example. So it's really relative to the person and what they're offering and also what you can afford. You've been talking to people on both sides of this internet life coaching. Mm. One person who did shell out like thousands of dollars what what was her experience? So Catherine, she's a 28-year-old lawyer based in Sydney. And during one of Sydney's lockdowns in the pandemic, she was really struggling. She started a new job. She'd just moved in with her partner. She was away from family. And she'd been diagnosed with depression in the past, so had actually been seeing a psychologist on and off for years. But she was into astrology and she came across this life coach who offered to transform her life using astrology as the base through an online self-discovery program, essentially. They would have a few Zoom meetings over three months and a couple of WhatsApp chats, basically. Anyway, Catherine, who says she normally leans towards traditional (laughs) kind of medicine, was dipping her toe in the wellness industry. And she thought, I'll give her a go. And she was quite optimistic about it, but she said very quickly, the woman revealed herself to not, to not knowing what she was doing at all, essentially. One of Catherine's quotes to me was that it was a bunch of words that didn't really mean anything. <laughs> Every time they met for the session, she didn't remember what they spoke about last time. And basically she was this hype girl she was paying thousands of dollars for that had no experience in life coaching and didn't know what she was doing. And so Catherine felt at the end of that that she'd not necessarily been scammed um, because she got the astrology side of what she'd been looking for, but she felt disappointed and embarrassed that she'd kind of taken this chance on someone she just found on Instagram, essentially. But even like life coaches themselves in this space are disillusioned by it sometimes. Absolutely. I spoke to a former coach, Eva Collins. She's from the US and she has an Instagram account called Why Don't You Say Something? And she started this account after she quit the coaching industry completely. She entered it very hopeful that it was going to be something where she could help people. And she became disillusioned when she realised there was a lot of unethical practices going on. You know, it was all about getting more clients, getting more money, overlooking some of these traumas that really, you know, they should have been recommended to psychologists. And she was being coached by a coach. It really is... It has a very pyramid shape, whether you want to call it a pyramid scheme or not. And so she she quit it all and she actually went into healthcare and said her white woman wellness was really handed to her on a platter when she realised she was 
changing people's diapers and actually helping them in real time. And it made her reflect that what she was doing through her phone was not really helping people and it was ignoring a lot of problems that they had. So she speaks out about it now and she has this platform. She quickly gained, you know, over 10,000 followers because people were sharing their similar stories, either have been coached or being a coach themselves. You know, there's this real promise that you're going to make a lot of money and there are people who coach people to be coaches who haven't even done any coaching themselves. Like it, it's, it's insane. So she's speaking out about it now and basically says that there is a place for life coaching when done properly. So you said that, you know, you can go to uni and study it and be legit and there are people who are legit and then there's obviously people who aren't. What kind of regulation, I mean, you're saying there is no regulation. What are people calling for? Well, there are legitimate course offerings that might be outside of a university as well. It's kind of a sliding scale, I suppose, in the ideal world, because you are dealing with mental health when you shouldn't be, that there would be more guidelines like there is for psychology and therapy. But I think at the moment, the bubble's bursting a little bit, which is kind of what Eva had said to me. More coaches are speaking out, more people are sharing their experiences. But while there's always, you know the opportunity to make a quick buck or seemingly make a quick buck. It's never going to be cleaned up completely. It is sort of sad though, because what lies behind this sort of cash grab for people who are maybe scammers is people are looking for something from that industry. Vulnerable. Looking for help. And as you say, there's this like dearth of psychologists who can actually meet some of these needs that people are after. Mm -hmm. If people are looking for something like this, how do you find the good ones? Because it sounds like they absolutely are out there. Yes. Sort of sift them out. So they will have a very clear contract that they want you to look over before you even begin. They will typically offer a free introductory session so they'll get a feel for whether they can even meet your needs and whether you're going to work well together. They will have the appropriate insurances. They will abide by a certain code of ethics. And while there is no official code of ethics, they will have their own. They will be able to tell you exactly what training they've undertaken. They'll be able to tell you what experience they've had. And they'll be able to answer questions like, what will you do if this goes wrong? Or what will you do if X, Y, Z happens? They will be able to have answers for that based on what they've done previously. It'll make sense, essentially. (laughs) First of all, you'll think it's not just promising me to transform my life, but not give me any structure on how that is going to happen. So some of them are probably a little bit more vague, but I think if you can tick those big boxes like training, experience, code of ethics, insurance, that's some really top ones to be looking for. So given that there is so much of a spotlight on this now, people are sort of waking up to it, where do you kind of see this space going? In five or 10 years' time, are we still going to be talking about unregulated life coaching or do you think we will have sorted it out by then? I'm pretty cynical. I don't think much will change. Maybe there will be more people leaving the industry because it did spike. The number of life coaches really spiked through the pandemic and maybe as those people realise I'm not making the money I was promised to make or maybe I've actually caused someone harm by trying to help them even though I was well-intentioned those numbers might dwindle back down to a more manageable level. I'm not sure. But while TikTok and Instagram, you know, are a thing, it's just so easy to online market yourself. Keep you, it's about you. Mm. Kelly Scott, thank you so much. Thank you. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. 
Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.